Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Martin Kean, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Let's burn some rubber, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and it's a pleasure to have you here, the Ramblers. That's right, Jim. Hello. Pete. Hello. And Luke. All right. And also good to have you, the listeners. Now, Pele's son, Joshua, recently played for Santos Josh in Pele. In a <laughs> Josh Pele here, going to score me a goal. In an under-17s tournament. If someone said to me they were called Josh Pele, I wouldn't believe they were a real yeah, person. He's not, Pele's not... Pele's surname is it? Is well, it, it just me that, that what happened to all of other of Pele's other sons? Because surely you know, seventeen years old, Pressure Pele right. was still an old man. Yeah, true. Mm. He's the James Brown of football. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who's your favourite footballing father and son combo, Jim? Uh, I'm going to go big straight away. I'm yep. going to go um, <clears throat> stop. Is it Paolo Maldini? Yes, it is. And his dad, Cesare. <laughs> Bloody hell. Cesare. Finally. Start. Yeah, huge. Gordon <laughs> Bennett. Two absolute Milan legends. Um, both one-club men, I believe, as well. I hope you're in a um, comfy chair, listeners. Yeah, just just massive. Yeah. Just that, that two such successful players. Yes. And it's quite rare that you get that. Mm. I, I think Paolo sort of was... was was better than his dad. But I his love dad that was combo. a, a, that a legend anyway, wasn't Ooh. he? That's, uh, how often do you see that? And, you know, as you say, international level, manager and, and, and left back. Ooh. Not very often, Jim, is the answer. Mm. I remember him going absolutely and crazy. And loads of people have kids. Yeah, every, literally, almost everyone. <laughs> like the species is built on that. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I'll look into that. But um, uh, when England played Italy at Wembley, Matt Letizia, we lost 1 0 that game. Uh, Maldini I remember him doing something wrong and it cut to the bench and Cesare was g- absolutely flipping mental I think that whole <laughs> sort of he, he gets double because he's the manager you're grounded you're grounded you've got to be you've got to be seen to give an impelter if he's your size yeah, in the yeah. team exactly I, saw, I read a fact the other day that, um, that there was a survey done of, of local kids teams mm. and it was something phenomenal like 80% of managers sons play out front it was massive wow. it was massive so at least um, he hasn't done that trick that old chestnut mm. oh, the, the left back position is always Paolo's oh, yeah. if you tried to play him up front yeah. like, I'm really good at this yeah. <laughs> yeah. if I'm ever dad like dad manager I would insist on uh, managing a different team to my sons would you yeah you I mean, that's you're I mean the be wife would dad. give me proper pelters and, you know. and if you won against your son's team would you go out to give them the radio yeah I'd try and nut him get home from, get home from football <laughs> tell your mama you got on our <laughs> <laughs> tactics yeah. oh, what, what have we learned it's alright it's alright love I don't want anything for dinner I've had the boy on toast haven't I <laughs> 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 yeah. yes I will have my my, my pint of mild and serve it in this thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that supposed to be for the children shut up 
the Maldinis to begin with. Very strong start to this opening question, ladies and gentlemen. Can Pete Donaldson top that? Oh, oh, Bagsy the uh, Good Johnsons, please. Oh my goodness, it's on from the left same field. goddamn pitch. No, Ve- one came what? on for the other. One came on oh, for what the you're other. saying that they weren't. They, they didn't cover the no, same no, blade one, of grass. No, but one has to stay off the pitch. Mm. They were the, the same spot. I'm yeah. not having this. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not having this. I'm sure. I'm sure they're both on the pitch at the same time at some point. Well, you, what you, what you, you case poorly for you, such a strong example. <laughs> you should at least tell the listeners which Good Johnsons you mean. <laughs> uh, I had a Good Johnson, and I can't remember. Oh, what's his name, Pete? Uh, is it Arjun or something? Oh, like that, no. Oh, no. Don't know because it's not my answer. <laughs> Well, I still bagged you, dude. I saw yeah. eat a dick, um, <laughs> uh, and he probably will. Um, uh, the, uh, there was, uh, he, I think he was only seventeen years old when mm, he came on. It was in an international, when, wasn't it? No, no, as in the, uh, Arnold was only seventeen or something mm. like that when he when he um, yeah, oh, brought okay. Ida into the world because. Um, also, Iceland yeah. massively overachieved for the size of the I mean, there's only about 50, before, 60 people living I'd say I, I've often stated that they are the most overachieving nation when it comes to soccer ball. Scotland. Well, yeah. No, because and they do, And they, they clearly do a lot of sex. Mm. Well, well, about, I about, well, well, no, but they clearly don't because they've only got a population of about 400,000. Mm. Yeah, that, like, London has about six or seven million. Yeah. Eight million, Jim. Yeah. Well, As whatever, Scot- it's more than Iceland. I mean, it's getting bigger. Can I just say, Scotland wasn't a serious answer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to clear that <laughs> up. Maybe not the twenties. You yeah. know, and they, they were the best team in the world along with England, mm. overachieving perhaps. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the Good Johnsons, excellent. Of course, uh, when they were playing, gloriously blonde. When they were uh, playing for Iceland, Ida came on for his father, mm. which is just fantastic. Lovely yeah, old job. Great stuff. Fantastic. Does that trump the Maldinis? Find out in a bit, ladies and gentlemen. Luke, I'd have to become really good at football, have yeah. a son now, and still be playing when I was forty-eight, forty-nine. If that to happen to me, yeah. Yeah, it's unlikely. I think. Well, we're waiting for the, your careers to take off. Yeah, we all are. We all are. Uh, yeah. What are you going for then, Big I'm going to go for the Allardyces. <laughs> okay. Chiefly because Big Sam had a decent enough career. You know, he's done well managing the Premier League. He played for Sunderland, Bolton, decent teams. Mm. His son mm. um, had a mental career, basically knocked about the non leagues for ages. Yeah. Um, and then signed for Guangdong Huang Jian yeah. in the Chinese league yeah, which sounds made up no exactly in 1994 mm. and then he went he played for them five times then came back to Northwich Victoria he's definitely the only player to sign for Northwich Victoria <laughs> for the Chinese team <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and now uh, you know, he, he's got a career as a football agent yeah, probably less. I mean, it can be quite litigious talking about that sort of stuff with the anodizers. So I'd probably leave that if I were you. Yeah, okay. I think he probably <laughs> well, gets, that is really very much all down to what you actually say. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So he definitely true. gets. I mean, just read out his LinkedIn. He's unlikely to libel himself <laughs> on that particular website. He, uh, so. he Sue me for gets, this, Craig. You shit at football, mate. He, he definitely <laughs> gets paid more now than he um, than he did in his footballing career. Yes, even if he has played in the Premier League, some might argue. But anyway, uh, we're on rocky ground. I'll go for the Cruyffs. Johan and Jordi I saw Jordi yeah. play for Manchester United at Selhurst Park against Wimbledon once oh yeah because everyone wants to have seen Jordi don't they and he scored <laughs> and he scored saw, saw a Croft player did you because yeah, you seem a little bit too young for uh, yeah Jordi <laughs> he scored a goal I saw him score a goal against Mark Bosn no Mark Bosn was in the other end uh, who was in goal I can't remember Steven Sullivan probably Neil Sullivan well, um, he's got a uh, title winners medal with, with United yeah, yeah. And he, I played like quite a lot oh no he did actually he played, played quite a few times really really well, yeah. last I checked he was in Malta he's playing for Valletta he's not playing for them anymore is he not well, wasn't he managing there? Maybe playing manager. I, d- I don't think he's playing anymore at all. Yeah, I imagine every time he scored, Johan Cruyff just thought, "My sperm scored that goal." Yeah, <laughs> I like how we talked about the Cruyffs at immediate for Yordi's career. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's got the points? I'm going to give them to Jim. Yeah, 
Well, thanks, Maldini. Yeah. yeah, you can't really argue with that, Pete, can you? No, no, indeed. But you literally won't let us, so there's no, there's no point arguing with it. Yeah, it'll be a waste of everyone's time. I'm happy, I'm happy for Jim to get it. He's it a pal. Be a Maldinorno. <laughs> You're a pal. He's happy with that. Um, well, we're going to talk this about. This represents a significant shift in our relationship. Yeah. Actually, six years. Yeah. Okay, nice. you're my mate, colleague. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Air sharer, podcast buddies. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about international football calls at time of recording. The Tuesday night games haven't happened. Massively inconveniently to us. Uh, thanks well, you again, UEFA. On, on Monday night, then, so that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday exactly. morning. This is going to mm. be a, bit of a preview. Get it while it's hot. Let's go straight away to Group H, avoiding the previous letters because that's where England have been playing their international football of late. England, we thrashed San Marino. Yes, come on, come on, England. We're yeah. back. Yeah. People <laughs> rave when Barcelona do it. Fucking pisses yeah. me off. If yeah. Messi had done that on his own, on he could be raving about it. Yeah. Messi probably could have done that on his own. Yeah, nobody got four goals, though, so that upset me. <laughs> At least the ITV coverage wasn't too patronising. <laughs> <laughs> You can't hear this, listeners, but I'm looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from L.A. Noir? <laughs> yeah, I am. What do we think, then? Uh, I, I, to be honest, as they go... It's, it's a nice goal. It li- yeah. yeah, I always thought it was a lovely Actually, variety. Belter. A lovely variety of scorers and goals mm. as well. Gutted for the San Marino player that kicked off the scoring for us. Their own goal. Yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? Oh, well. You know, they had their moment a few years ago against us. Yeah. So that's one all. Stuart Pierce mm. with one of the greatest back passes you'll ever see. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, Rooney scoring a nice free kick. Yeah. Uh, I think they should have put Michael Owen in the squad for this game. Just yeah. Let him get a few more goals yeah, before so. he goes. <laughs> let him get to 48 and sub him off. Yeah. Like I did with Lineker. <laughs> no, then just pull his hamstrings out and just put them on the, on the <laughs> goalpost. <laughs> Target practice. Yeah. Sturridge scoring as well. Do you think. Like Alex Oxley Chamberlain scored as well when he actually got his first England goal against San Marino. Mm. For the pair of them, do you think that's maybe a bit annoying? Getting your first England goal against the But it's the only starter because Walcott you know, pulled Bakers. out, right? Yeah, I think I think someone like Sturridge, it's it's probably just more of a relief. So that uh, that whole kind of oh, is he going to get his first chalk him up, mate? Just chalk him yeah, up. I, think yeah, I, I just wonder. It's something I know you, what you mean. It's something you dream about forever. Yeah, I know what you mean. To come in a bigger game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Look at San Marino's um, goal difference, like minus twenty-four. Why do we? Why they still play? As as our very own Luke Moore who's, who sat to my right hand uh, said that you know San Marino Andorra um, Luxembourg all those types of Scotland things. <laughs> just early get out of the way yeah. in, in, men, in many ways in many ways it's what derailed David Nugent's career do you think? <laughs> yeah, because he scored the goal against Andorra. He did score a goal against Andorra. And I think it would have been against the bigger team. Which which was <laughs> spoken right, yeah. about on, on the Oxlade first... Oxlade-Chamberlain and Sturridge are ruined now. Which, that, that goal was spoken about on the first ever Football Ramble podcast. Was it really? It, it was really, indeed. Yeah. It was yeah. indeed. Uh, you two weren't there for that. So. Mm. The glory days. Late to the party. The good old days. <laughs> High five, Marcus. <laughs> uh, but we've got massively off track. Yeah. Uh, Lampard's got a lovely one. A nutmeg... Not a nutmeg. A, a dummy from Rooney and a lovely little slot. This is against San Marino. Oh, I, I think we're giving it too much attention. Ever play against? It's just nice to see them do it. And I think what, <laughs> what is probably good is for you know the best thing you can get out of the, this game is a big win. With Goal lots difference. of scorers. You get some players that are maybe a bit low on confidence because they're not playing so much or so well for their clubs, like Ashley Young and Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah, I mean everything positive that they could have done with that game, they did do. So credit there. I'll give them credit. I just don't think it's worthy of the rhetoric afterwards. I, yeah. Fine, did it. I'll give them credit. If someone said to me, "What was that result like?" Good result. Move on. Next mm. game. Well, the, the Montenegro game is obviously um, tomorrow much, night. Much annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> may have happened by the time you hear this. Yeah. But they're very confident ahead of that. Um, yeah, to the point, almost like pantomime villain style. 
Yeah, I think, I think Montenegro are a decent enough team. They are a good players. Place. They beat uh, Moldova 1-0 away. And they went down to 10 men in that and game. And they went down to 10 men. They topped the group with 13 points. England the second currently with 11. But that's at the moment. Mm. Could all change. Could all bloody change. And also, like, um, and Hodgson's being criticised as being like a 4-4-2 merchant by their manager. And long ball merchant. Long ball merchant. He played a different formation at West Brom, as some West Brom fan pointed out to me when I called him a 4-4-2 man a while back. I've yeah. forgotten that. Oh, you're right at it as well, are you? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want you, England to lose, do you? You animal. Um, Why England lose, Luke Moore? Um, uh, in, in Poland lost at home 3-1 to Ukraine. A good win for Ukraine. But uh, mm. Ukraine and Poland haven't really got going in the group, you could argue. I mean, I know no. they've had the draws against England, but um, is it going to be a late surge from them? Yarmolenko scored an absolute belter Didn't in that he? game. The first goal. Yeah, 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 it was a lovely one. Brilliantly curled shot from the edge of the box. Um, oh. I felt quite... So, it's a bit of a shame for um, Ukraine and Poland when they had the tournament in their own yeah. country, wasn't it? You know, yeah. you felt like it really kicked on. The atmosphere was incredible at that game. Yeah. It was really... I, I, think, um, I think this group that England are in is actually... Arguably a slightly more difficult group. I mean, lots of people. I've, I listened to six or six over the weekend. I was on the way in from work, and I listened to um, lots of other different bits and pieces. A lot of people seem to be saying that English should be walking the group, which I don't really agree with. No, no I mean, there's, there's good. Play- I mean, Ukraine aren't Ukraine are probably average team, uh, average size. But no, got, no, they're above average. But Ukraine got, are. Well, I was going to say they've got some good players in their team. Montenegro have got two players who'd get into the England squad in mm. Vucinic and Jovetic. Yeah. It's not. It's not a walkover. No. You know, and, and, and that's shown by the, by the where the group is at the moment. You know, trips to Ukraine, trips to Poland aren't easy. And also. So Hodgson is trying to uh, implement a different style and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he obviously had them for the for the Euros, and that was very much a batten down the hatches. Let's play very cautiously and see how far we can go. And now he's trying um, to get the side playing in his way, bringing in some 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 younger, more inexperienced players. So uh, I mean, of course, if England don't top the group, it will be um, it will be pretty bad if they get into the playoffs. You don't want a chance. You, you well, especially looking at te- some teams France or Spain will probably Spain, be. Yeah. Spain might be. Spain might be. Well, yeah. I mean, depending on how they get on against France, it looks like it might well be Spain. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But let's go to Group A. Let's go back um, to the beginning of the <laughs> alphabet. Croatia to Serbia nil. Mm. That is a mother. Derby, yeah, yeah, and again the atmosphere of that was magnificent. Yeah, God, no, there wasn't even any away fans. It was still mental, and they still had, uh, I think, one thousand five hundred policemen. Wow, to, to, and there was no away fans. That's it was just something for, like for that. the players. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can, see, can you can you remember in I think the very early nineties. When um, the player who played for me at Zvonimir Boba Yes I do Flying kicked a policeman on the pitch But that was a club <laughs> game wasn't it Yeah but it was a, a similar sort of uh, yeah, atmosphere yeah, A very feeble atmosphere yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was uh, Red Star Belgrade against um, yeah. I forget who else But it was, it was yeah, amazing you're right. Yeah you're right yeah, that <laughs> Against Hadrick Split or something like that Yeah Yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it was a Croatian side against the Yeah um, I, I, I didn't see any fighting uh, amongst the players, I didn't see any, any points. By that. Well, surprised, pleasantly. Mm. Well, uh, Stimac and not st- yeah, Stimac, Stimac and um, mm. and Mahalovic, you yeah, they hate each other. Yeah, but they they were okay. They, they shook hands and everything. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, they um, probably met in the car park shirtless afterwards. <laughs> Mahalovic is a terrifying man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spitty Absolutely man. Absolutely terrifying. There's a lot terrifying of terrifying man. men in those two squads. To be yeah. Fair. yeah, that is true. Yeah, apart from Luka Modric, yeah, frail witch. Yeah, he's there to try and kind of if they're having a massive ruck and. Serbian players against the Croatian players. Mm. I'm like, I think they'd leave Luka Modric alone. Yeah. I'd do a little dance around going, ooh, a fight's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but pulling the strings from the back, like yeah. just <laughs> jumping in with little jibes, yeah. just stirring it all Feeling up. Nice equal, equal Joe Wanker. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, in Group A, Scotland played Wales. Oh, but I was going to say, it was a fairly comprehensive win for Croatia. It was, so yeah, yeah. Half time, of course, it, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. And Olic was magnificent despite his advancing years. Mm-hmm. Scored one, made one. There you go. Although one of them did really bounce off his like stomach, but still. 
Dale. All counts. Exactly. That was a, a, such an amazing ball in yeah, from Dario Sarri. Really really All he had to do was get a stomach on yeah, it, his, and it was a goal. His set piece delivery is, is amazing. Yeah. He could play for Bradford City. <laughs> his <laughs> set piece delivery is so pinpoint. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Scotland won, Wales two. Uh, Aaron Ramsey belted in a penalty. Such a shame for Scotland because they started that game quite well. They did. And Snodgrass hit the post as well when they were one 0 up. Mm. And needlessly ah. got himself sent yeah, off. Yeah, it was just. Oh. And then Ramsey got himself sent off at the end. Yeah, at the, but he didn't. Even, he knew it was going, didn't he? he didn't even. He didn't even wait. For he the had card. to do it. He had to do it. He pulled the guy down mm. in the last minute, didn't he? But it's a shame for Wales. One of their better players is going to miss a couple of games because they're right in there um, again at the time of recording. You know, they, 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 and it's important for them, even if they don't uh, reach the playoffs, which is unlikely, but to finish third. Mm. Yeah. So the next um, seedings for the for the next qualification yeah, it's, group, it's very very crucial. And Scotland, the bottom, you know, below Macedonia, they've they've really got to get. And they're something. they're going to Serbia, aren't they? As well. Yeah. I mean, to finish sixth, you know, I remember Charlie Nicholas saying when when Scotland were on the Bertie votes, the thing he, he said, I don't expect Scotland to qualify in tough groups. We've got Italy and France and all in there. Um, well, that was under McLeish, but you know, you've got some good size in there. But it's when the performances are so poor that you finish bottom or you finish second from last. They it were, has such a, a, a bad and negative knock-on effect for the next qualification campaign. Yeah, they were very close. Um, you'll tell you know more about this than me. When McFadden scored the only goal in France in Paris mm. and they beat France, they went very close. One of the greatest robberies. Was that under Walter Smith? Uh, Walter, big Walter got them going, but he yeah. only—I think he only was in charge for three or four qualifications. And then games. McLeish came in, didn't and then McLeish took over. Right. But, um, but that, Scotland were, were really firing on all cylinders in that group, and they were unlucky not to uh, to get into the playoffs. I think Strack. I mean, it's obviously difficult for him. He's, it was his first competitive game. It's yeah. a bit of a derby, and, and right. they, they and are, are doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, despite Chris Cullen's best efforts, <laughs> uh, but, but I think I think Strack and Will and Time do a decent enough job. There, they got some good players. Well, I think he was the best man uh, off the top of my head. Um, forgive me. If, of upset people in Scotland but uh, Craigie Brown well second best <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean Brown's retiring at the end of yeah. the season get Brown in on the bench do you think they'll retire the national team out of respect <laughs> <laughs> They'll retire the bench. <laughs> so there's no need to do that. <laughs> well, if I could have the bench in my house, then I'll take it. Um, I, I think. Um, I think that you know you had the Beckham role for England in the World Cup. You had the, you had the Brown role. He's seventy years old. Absolutely. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Brown role? Yeah. <laughs> Is this kind of the point where you kind of need to be um, getting yourself sent off uh, over two yellows to get ready to clear your um, slate, so to speak? Yeah. Oh, you reckon so? I reckon a lot of teams are going. I'm going, I'm going to get a second yellow here. It was hilarious yeah. when David Beckham did that. When he <laughs> yeah, got to it, it, it was so obvious. People call me stupid. People think I'm. No, did they say people think I'm not clever? But I am clever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that if you have to say it you're probably not no, but yeah. as in, as in if you say it you're going to get banned for fucking <laughs> dick but the press was saying to him why'd you get yourself a needless booking why'd you get, and, and I, don't, I don't think they were I'm not sure I don't think they were goading him to say why I think they were just like that was a bit odd a bit of a rash challenge at the end and he was like well I'm just trying to get a booking and miss it and he's like oh David come on David, <laughs> David say something else <laughs> yes, say you're racist, racist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's your pin number Dave yeah. no, don't say it yeah. <laughs> say it again <laughs> for the people at the back of the room um, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Belgium and Croatia are going very well in that group. Serbia are disappointing. Um, mm. Their fans there uh, in fourth, but uh, who knows? Maybe Wales can can, can finish third, which would uh, yeah, would be a decent run. Would help them. them out for the next qualification, basically. Absolutely, wouldn't absolutely. absolutely. In, in Group C, uh, Republic of Ireland drew nil nil away to Sweden. Not a bad result considering Sweden scored four away at Germany. Yeah, um, yeah. in the last uh, group of qualifying games, but no use to them. Well, they're, they're still in there. I mean, they're, they're a point behind Sweden at the time of recording, um, uh, and Sweden have still got to play Germany at home. So, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, they're challenging for a playoff spot. Um, 
so we'll see I mean obviously Germany you'd fancy them to win that group although Sweden came in hand against Germany still got to play them who knows Pete mm. stranger things have happened Bastian Schweinsteiger scored an incredible goal against Kazakhstan I don't know yeah. if you saw it but sort of he just caught it in the air on his on his right dinked it one way smashed it in on the volley just yeah. they're so bloody good those Germans they are <laughs> they are due a trophy win as well mm. really we've overdue. been saying this the Since entirety of doing the show but <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible stuff. Uh, group D, um, a little result. Hungary to Romania to an injury time goal for Romania kept them in the in the, in the playoff race. And the Netherlands are sort of smashing that group, really. Uh, they, they are, yeah. But I'm just I'm just glad that Hungary are, are making a go of it because sometimes they've threatened to do okay and then they've they've, they've fallen away. I mean, they're mm. second, Romania third, both on ten points. Turkey in fourth, but um, uh, Mutu I think scored in that game as well. Is he still playing for Romania? Nice I wondered that. Always nice to see. But um, yeah, uh, uh, quite um, an enthralling battle between Hungary and Romania for uh, second spot. So it was a great result for them. Uh, Romania getting a point there, being two one down. So interesting to see how they get on. Um, a, a couple of other standout results um, before we get to Group I with Spain and France. Uh, group E: Norway nil, Albania one. A great <laughs> win for Albania away yeah. from home. Um, great Norway, goal too. Um, Norway generally like terrible at qualifying for tournaments. Well, yeah. yeah. When was the last they've got more of a footballing history than Albania? That's what I'm saying. Why are they so bad? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny in Scandinavia often. Um, it's funny in Scandinavia. I mean, that's a bit of a, a bit of a stinker of a group, isn't it? No, but in Scandinavia, all the Scandinavian sides, okay, Norway, Sweden, Denmark specifically, all three of them never tend to do really well at the same time. You always got one or, or two, you know. I could just hear listeners just grab stats out of their asses, <laughs> firing them at you. I'd tell you something. I'd, I'd love England to be dropped into that group in place of Switzerland because uh, there's nothing in there. Well, Iceland, Albania, Norway, Cyprus, and Slovenia. Cyprus yeah. have got their own problems. Well, if you put yeah. it like that, Luke. <laughs> yeah, well, I am putting it like that. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm putting. But it. Albania are, are right in there with yeah. the, in the playoff running. Um, in who's fact, your, who's well, your favourite? They're right in for the first uh, top of the group. They're only two points behind at the time of recording again, uh, of Switzerland. Well, there you go. Blimey O'Reilly. Did you see the Israel <laughs> Portugal game? Well, we're yeah, just that moving was on the, to that. the game of the round. The game of the round. Wow. Game of the century, Luke? I saw it. It was some game. You I loved it. That's what happened. Loads of three, three bloody six goals. Israel six Israel goals. was three one up with about I think about ten minutes well, left. Portugal <laughs> went one nil up with Bruno Alves yeah. um, decimating a header, Damn. terrifying <laughs> Damn the local villagers. Right. He was one of my favourite players of the last Euro. They basically had to pick up the pieces of the ball mm. and they decided that at least half of the ball was in the goal, so it counted as a goal because yeah. he exploded it with his head. Mm. <laughs> and if he, he looked said, at it in slow motion, happened. he called it in his mouth and mm. the header in it, and shooted it, in. it and just <laughs> spat it in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Bruno Portland, smash. But other than that, Portugal were poor. With absolutely no yeah. creativity. They're really linear. Um, and um, Israel ended up going th- to cut a long story short. Israel ended up going three one ahead. Right, let's talk a little bit about the second Israel goal. Yeah, oh, mate, that's an absolute <laughs> smasher. Yeah, Israel were really good. They, yeah. they're, they're, he ran through a goal. The ball set up, and he just thundered the thing into the <laughs> top corner. I mean, this is all with having yeah. a. a Israel did all this with Tel Ben Haim in their team as well, <laughs> which is worth pointing which out. Which is like being down to ten. He, at, at yeah. one point, I tell you what, it's the Barack Obama effect. For he me. actually, he actually played well. He actually played <laughs> Barack well. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came on for Ben Haim. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. No, Ben Haim. Neutral. Ben Haim did okay, but at one point there was one of the slowest things I've ever seen in international <laughs> football, <laughs> which is a Tel Ben Haim last ditch tackle on Helder Postiga, which seemed to go on for about eight actual seconds. <laughs> it was a great tackle, though. It was brilliant. Yeah, he yeah. played well. Mm. He played well. But anyway, Portugal dragged himself back into it. A <laughs> highlight of, of it for me as well was when Portugal were 3-1 down. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo's face. I mean, it was just 
like yeah, an eruption yeah. of tears were about to come out not just a man crying a man was about to just explode with to like cry all of the moisture in his body out yeah, but he, then he, he, he immediately took that grief as he does and set up a goal he, he like, was, like we were talking about Michael Owen um, on the on the profile last week yeah. like a player that just yeah, grabs yeah, the yeah, ball yeah. and just makes something happen he, he was, was absolutely absolutely beside himself <laughs> yeah and uh, I mean it's not as though I mean you could sort of understand that if he was surrounded by players who weren't that good but I mean he had like Jean Martino Contra on the team well, yeah, you say yeah, when they're linear, yeah. they've got such um, interweaving players. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know why they're so tournaments poor. recently, though. That's the thing. They were, so. well, they, were, they were great in the last Euros. They were. I thought they were, had a really good tournament and uh, and showed a lot of creative flair. So to say things like that is quite odd. Yeah, well, that's exactly how they look to they're me. Struggling and, uh, to well, not struggling, but they're in the battle for the playoffs. They're making it hard for themselves. There's, but there's no way they're going to qualify automatically. Russia have got uh, four points ahead of them with a game in hand, and Russia's game in hand is Northern Ireland. There's no way they're not going to win that. Yeah, and no. so they're going to be um, seven points behind you know it's, 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 there's no chance it, it'll be playoffs or nothing it, it really will be Portugal you're worrying Luke Moore well I don't care I'm just saying you do care okay, I do care a bit come on they're handsome men mm. want them at the tournament but I, I think you know, you know Russia are doing really well in the Capella they've not considered they're going qualifying yet mm. so you can't argue with that absolutely uh, Group I uh, Spain uh, drew one all at home <laughs> with Finland <laughs> staggering absolutely incredible result yeah I mean, and, the, and the goal Spain sc- scored was, was an English goal I think <laughs> a corner a Bradford this, goal I think what this is is Bane's arrogance catching up with him and I <laughs> say that because their new shirt looks like it's got a winner's medal on it <laughs> which would annoy me yeah. I just kick them yeah. I didn't see all of the game maybe that's what happened they just kicked them so much they couldn't run properly was Rod Stewart in the crowd crying he's <laughs> <laughs> in every crowd just crying, crying. <laughs> kicking footballs just into inspired. the pitch well, if they lose to France <laughs> don't come home too soon if they, <laughs> if they, they, into Spain. If they lose to France tomorrow night they're in the playoffs as well pretty much yeah that's yeah. mental mm. yeah, so <laughs> England because bloody hell that, the reason I say that is because that um, group is smaller than the other groups they don't play as many games so there's not as much leeway Mm. But you know what would happen though if Spain got in the playoffs? They'd get an easy draw. Well, they'd win, they'd win in the playoffs. Exactly, they? yeah. They'd get England. <laughs> no, as, yeah, they'd get <laughs> no as, in, as, in, as in somebody like an Albania get to the playoffs. Yeah. And they get Spain or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, I think France are in good form at the moment though. They are in Val good form. Valbuena has scored in like, the last three internationals he's played, I think. Mm. I think he's only got like five goals for France or something like that. I liked Valbuena. I mean, do you remember a few years ago when they came to Wembley, France, and Valbuena played then and he was excellent? Mm. They oh, turned, yeah, they turned yeah, us over at Wembley. 2 0, 2 1. I think. Yeah. Jordan Henderson had a tour of time in the park. So when that he and Nasri tore us apart. Yeah. Pretty much. I think yeah. it was Jordan Henderson's um, debut, was it, or something like that? I remember him Rings playing. a bell, yeah. Val Bueno was excellent mm. that game, anyway. Mm. Um, he, uh, he's a terrifying looking man. He looks, he looks a bit like. Um, Stout. He looks even more of a mafioso sort of henchman than um, Cassano. Do you think? Mm, yeah. Valbonna's nose is a, it's a thing. It's a really difficult thing to look at. You should look, definitely look at it. Mm. <laughs> but not for too long, though. <laughs> no, it'll turn to stone. Look or organised crime. Look at it through <laughs> a pinhole camera. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, incidentally, that sorry to cut you off. I'll tell you what he looks like. This will help you out for people on, on the scene. He looks a bit like a mini version of Robert De Niro in Raging Bull. Oh, okay, that's what mm. he looks like. Yeah. It is that stockiness. Hmm. He looks like he's hiding another person inside him. Yeah, <laughs> and he could definitely beat you. He could definitely beat you up in a fight. Oh, totally. Even though he's tiny. Yeah, Not he's shorter than you, Marcus, and he can still beat us all in a fight. Shorter than me. Yeah. Outrageous. Can you believe that, ladies and gentlemen? And you're tiny. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, like, you're like one of those things you find on a Kinder egg. Mm. <laughs> I keep thinking you're like, but with half of it missing. Trying yeah. to avoid getting eaten by you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you can't eat the toy. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a go. Yeah. But you can swallow it, Luke. Um, uh, Finland. That uh, is, well, that's a horrible ending to that segment. <laughs> Finland. Okay. They've only got two points. One of them against Spain away. Get uh, on that. 
Play sail, three, play three, got two. Get on that and sail it at home. Yeah, you had to, to look Finland. over it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just <laughs> I, the, the table I printed out there to I'm believe me. By oh, I'm sick of looking at tables. I tell you, yeah. <laughs> we get on the friendlies. Don't worry, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. We've got <laughs> to go to another World Cup qualifier. We, we I didn't even print the table off uh, for okay, this. Okay. You'll be pleased to know. We're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about USA one Costa Rica nil. Ridiculous conditions for any football match. Can I add to that? Ridiculous conditions made more ridiculous by two decisions. One to let USA play in white. Yeah. <laughs> and two, to use a white ball well, in I, the I, snow. Think it, I think it was like a, I'm not surprised Costa Rica freaking lost they're playing against a team of ghosts I think, yeah. I think they were using a white ball <laughs> and they changed it or if they didn't change it it was already a very pale yellow <laughs> and it was like guys get the orange ball out the, the, highlights, the highlights I saw they had to put graphics on the ball yeah they did like it was on fire wouldn't have been able to see it otherwise <laughs> ridiculous would it, would it be easier or harder for Costa Rica because USA obviously presumably have to try and pass to their friends so it'd be difficult to know whether they could see each other anyway. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's, I, don't know it, I don't know if it is actually an advice. Talk about put the ball into space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, 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 it would be easier for the US, wouldn't it? Because they can see the, the Costa Ricans. Yeah. Why have it in Colorado in, in this time of year? I know it's unseasonably it's, it's tactics. cold. It's tactics. Because yeah. this, this is like your South America, oh, let's take them up the altitude. Yeah. America's like, let's take the Colorado. Oh, the, ama- the <laughs> amount of times. The place where all the shootings happen. The let's <laughs> take them down to Snowtown. <laughs> the, the amount of times I've done like, a bit of research about like a team who's quali- a South American team who's qualified for the World Cup yeah. and who's been fancied to win it. Like Argentina in uh, 98. Mm. Um, the, they were amazing in qualifying. The only games they lost away to Bolivia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Standard. Yeah. <laughs> away to Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivia never qualified. They did in 94. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think they have since, um, <laughs> which is strange. Because really, yeah. technically speaking, if they got qualified for a major tournament, they should be. Like supermen, yeah. Because when they play at, gr- at ground level, mm. <laughs> sea level, it's the way it goes. Uh, but yeah, Costa Rica are demanding a replay. But because uh, uh, I think they suggested, no, no, this is rubbish. Because the, the, uh, about fifty-four minutes in, they're still playing it. Probably, I don't. Know, I was going to say the 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 referee um, kind of put a stop to it. And I think they were like, look, we're all here now. It's fifty-four minutes in. Let's just go for it. And those conditions were just stupid. That was a stupid decision. It is well, a that, stupid decision. Uh, there was ne- that was never going to get any better. Was but it? I think the fact is that um, they've all travelled far, Jim. Yeah, I played fives on Saturday. We, we had an eleven aside match, yeah. and it got called off. You see, five minutes in, John Hall, the referee, said, "Any more snow?" And it's getting called off. It got called off. We played five aside anyway. I took my shot off as a joke again, exactly. And then I felt rather ill for some days. After that is <laughs> that is the true spirit of football. Yeah. Mm. The co- Costa Ricans are not adhering to that spirit. Mm. Yeah. Can we cut? They should that, be ashamed of themselves. Cut the audio <laughs> out of that, just and just send it to the to the f- football federations. Yeah. <laughs> This is a little wake-up call. With a little, with a little note on the CD <laughs> saying, "Yes, CD," saying, <laughs> "Saying now get now get on with it." That's what I'd like to see. That's what happens in the Thames League, mate. Yeah, Thames exactly. League. I can remember we, we were playing for uh, the team in Edinburgh. We turned up at this side twice. It got called off through rain. Rain, rain, <laughs> not even snow. Rain. That is rain. some rain. That. <laughs> but uh, rain. unless that's indoors, that's ludicrous. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been in a, I've been in a situation where I've, I've turned to a game as a, as a kid like 13 or 14 or whatever and we've gone there and the, and the pitch has been frozen with yeah. actual, actual ice on it yeah. and the referee has said alright game can come on but no slides <laughs> <laughs> no slide tackle no, I'll, if I choose to mash my legs up yeah. I, like, I like the idea of you turning up to a game now as a, as a 13 or 14 year old <laughs> Do you, do you, Pete? Yes, yeah. I do. Just keep that to yourself. <laughs> yes, lad. I scored a brilliant goal past you in the snow once, didn't I, Pete? You did, yes, yeah. but I did slip on some ice. There was oh, a friendly. There, there was a friendly. It was Italy versus Brazil. It was 2 all, and Balotelli got a beauty. Mm. Curled. Height. Oh, yes. Fred Lish. scored again as well. He did. 
He's got a habit of doing that. Was it Oscar who got the second? It was. It was a lovely, lovely setup from Neymar. Yeah, lovely fin. I, I thought Fred's finish was better because he proper threaded it past mm, the. Bellows, um, Bellows was a nice one, right in the top corner. Yeah, well, I think um, I think I like Oscar's because it was a slip and a flick. Yeah, it was a slip. It was lovely because it was a break, wasn't it? And Neymar yeah. um, carried the ball for quite a, quite a distance, then slipped him. Do you prefer a slip, a slip and a flick, or a, or a slip and a brush? I love a brush. <laughs> I have to say, I love a brush. I do really love a brush. Yeah. Or, or a slip and a dink. <laughs> Bring dinks in. That changes yeah. everything. Slip and a scoop. Yeah. Oh, you dirty boy. What did we say in Spanish? It's not a slip of it's Spanish. It's something else we were saying. A thread. A thread. A thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a thread and a brush any day. How about a whip and a header? A whip. Oh, mate, a whip. A whip. <laughs> a whip. Yeah. A caress. A drill and a poke. Yeah. <laughs> But off the keeper yeah. yeah 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 I like that yeah no if, if, I mean a caress is like a brush okay a shemak and a fuckery <laughs> yeah yeah plenty of those plenty, plenty of those, those. Yeah. Mm. oh dear yeah a hoof and a nut yeah a hoof and a shank that's an English goal a hoof and a shank yeah fair enough a hoof and a bobble yeah um, uh, right uh, so uh, that was Italy and Brazil yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have drilled down there <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, uh, they played some football and scored some goals. Um, it was nice to see um, Brazil, they went 2 0 up, playing a bit of good football. And you think, ah, that's it, boys. Yeah. Come on, give us a bit of that's Big Phil. Is it Big Phil, do you leave, think? Leave the back door open. <laughs> <That's the stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's it, getting a bit more momentum. Give, give it an air, man. Make him do it all himself. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, I, I was getting a bit worried for the host nation for the 2014 World Cup. Well, I lost to England. That's always a sign. Yeah. Mm. That is terrifying. Ba- Balotelli's goal was very much a, I'm not having this anymore, bang. Mm. Yeah, Get it that, in there. Sort that right out. It was almost, it was a side footy, it was, wasn't it? It, sort of, it was like a drug with looped smash, oh, but with right. the sort of instep. It was weird. Mm, wonderful. Yeah, glorious stuff, glorious stuff. Right, we're going to leave international football now, and we're going to come back home. Uh, to the home of football Wembley where the FA Trophy was played it was Grimsby 1 Wrexham 1 Wrexham hammered them 4-1 on penalties I saw mm. the game it was a really good game the Welsh teams are loving it at Wembley it's, aren't they I'll tell you well, as I said it was a really good game Swansea it was a decent, decent enough game um, but the Grimsby goalkeeper made some amazing saves yeah. in that game he kept him in it for ages it was a real shame they lost on pens because he was a superstar yeah Wrexham the first Welsh side to win the, um, the FA Trophy um, it was about just over 35,000 there mm. oh, Grimsby I mean, it was phenomenal yeah. both those teams have, have been league clubs haven't they so I mean it's, it's not a massive surprise there was one there was one save he made the goalkeeper where every, I think it was an extra time so the Grimsby defenders were obviously knackered but the ball came in and the striker had time in the penalty area about 12 yards out to flick it up and volley it yeah. and, the, and the keeper made an amazing save it was a really good save Yeah, Brett Ormerod mm. up front for Wrexham That's good right, to see him good yeah. to see him and the deciding penalty was a waddle exactly like waddle yeah. the last of it Oh, yeah, shame. Chrissy won. Well done to Wrexham, though. Yeah, yeah indeed. They've had some uh, tough times. Well done to them. Yeah, well, blind, blindly, they nearly went out of business, did they? Yeah. Not? Quite recently. So, yeah, fantastic uh, trophy win for them. Um, uh, let's go uh, to the Premier League, where West Ham are going to be moving into the Olympic Stadium for the start of the 2016 2017 season. Yeah, no, money I'll well pay spent. For it. I'll money well spent, Pete? Did you? Uh, uh, it's better than. <laughs> it's better than the park, I suppose. <laughs> but it won't, be, it won't be next to the mosque, will it? So. Oh, yeah, no Muslims are a Geordie anymore. Oh. Oh, I'll miss that. Well, well, maybe you can still leave it, just leave it a bit earlier and go past it anyway. Yeah, show <laughs> Muslims are a Jordy, they'll be confused. Newcastle yeah. in town. Good. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember the story, <laughs> <laughs> someone chanted Muslims are a Jordy at, at a mosque. At a mosque at West Ham. It was a lovely game. moment. Yeah. It was yeah. only one of my favourite moments in football. Inclusive. It was, mm. as the Geordies often are. No, I well, think it's, um, you know, except when they're wrecking uh, <laughs> non-league grounds, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. showing their bombs off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I, th- I live quite near the Olympic Stadium, so I'm happy yeah, that's so happening. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll always some there. good football. Um, yeah, real football. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's good that you know they're still going to have athletics in there, and it's still going to be used for gigs and stuff. So there's, it, it, there needs to be stuff happening in that stadium. It can't just be left there for the occasional athletics. Mm. It's, it's good I, that there's. I've, yeah, I, I agree with Jim, but I think the, the, the couple of points I'd make is one that it was annoying that when it was designed and, and commissioned in 2006, there was no um, provision for it to be a Premier League. T- uh, ground afterwards mm. so therefore it made it more expensive to convert it which seems a bit short sighted to mm. me and I also saw that if um, Golden Sullivan try and sell West Ham within 10 years obviously due to, to, to them moving to the Olympic Stadium being a massive boost to a potential buyer um, they have to pay a load of money so it's, it's definitely mm. happened also um, I, think, I think a lot of the taxpayers money will be made back by the fact that West Ham will be leasing it I think that's, okay. that's right that's what happens in Manchester yeah. with this, well, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. 2 million a year isn't it and a 99 year lease Okay, I mean, West Ham are still getting a great deal out of it, but I mean, like you say, you'd rather a club went into it than it just sat empty for. Of course, for ages, you know. Yeah. I'm just annoyed that Boris is making kind of you know uh, power uh, plays to be prime yeah. minister, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing terrible interviews on the television. Yeah. That, that was the only part of that interview where you thought. Nah, He's got Ken over a barrel there, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with Boris, though, he claims the Boris bikes, and that was Ken's idea as well. Yeah. So he claims if he Ken wants it one way, he's got it both good, ways. This is very London based chat. There's people outside of the London listen to the ramble. I don't believe that. Okay. Um, let's go outside of We're London ourselves history. to Newcastle. Steve Harper, Pete. Yeah. He's leaving the club in the summer after 20 years of service to the Maggies, the Magpies. Is he going to Villa? to be near Shea <laughs> <laughs> where good goalkeepers go to die yeah <laughs> no I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him um, take uh, some um, some part of the match against Arsenal last game of the season he's a qualified ref get him in as a ref we can't have one of their players refing our match <laughs> no <laughs> not even for that particular game oh, right. I, th- I think Steve Harper would be quite fair oddly <laughs> yeah, enough even yeah. though he's a massive obviously club man for Newcastle he's going to be referee's assistant surely right, he's not so. getting a game okay. <laughs> <laughs> fourth official oh I see what you mean yeah, <laughs> What have you done there, yeah. Jim? What have you done there? <laughs> he did play in an FA Cup final. Well, yeah, I haven't done that. Which they lost. Yeah, we still have. He was a terrific um, club servant. Most players would just be, you know, out of there and stuff. Yeah. But he just, you know, he, he's a local, you love Steve local fella. I would counter that by saying he's a very unambitious man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's made a few quid doing what he loved doing. Yeah, mm. sitting down, <laughs> <laughs> watching football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'd be a good uh, pundit. He's had enough yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could be. That's true. Ref or pundit? That's what I see for Steve now. <laughs> pundit, but very much a local pundit, local radio, local yeah. telly, that sort of thing. From yeah. the ground, still on the bench with yeah. Nick Laws. Yeah, essentially he's going to be doing the same thing with a pair of headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being rude about Steve Harper. Sorry. Uh, Would you prefer me to be rude about Steve Harper or Kevin Keegan? Oi, hey, Stop being. Don't make me choose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Norwich. They've just signed a uh, Dutch striker, Ricky van Wolfswinkel. Mm. <laughs> Why do you say it in German if you start? Ah, oh, because you've got him, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luciano Becker's loving Ricky it. Van <laughs> Isn't he? Becker, I can't believe his luck. <laughs> He's, um, I was saying this to Jim on the way here to the uh, Ramble HQ that um, I understand the move. It's uh, you, you know, probably be on more money at Norwich than Sporting Lisbon. Um, it's uh, it's a possible stepping stone. You know, he's a good striker. He's young. He's in about twenty four. He would probably hope that he would get a move in a, in a couple of years to a bigger side. But there's just something about he'd rather go and play for Norwich City than Sporting. 
But I just think, ah, modern football. Have a go at them. Yeah. Have a go at Norwich. Have a go at yeah. Houghton, another one of my loves. Um, yeah. No, but do you Bastards. know what I mean, though? You think of sporting, what an incredible history. You play in a large stadium in front of 40, 56,000, whatever. Um, you know, possible Champions League football and all that kind of stuff. It's just money talks. As Ant and Dex sang, they is. Uh, Let's get ready stuff. to rumble. Well, well um, his, his career decisions are his to make, so I think, yeah. I, was, I think I'll uh, distance myself from that. But uh, yeah, as no, a, I think. Oh, oh, but when Harper's up first. Yeah, I'm go out. yeah, that's yeah he's, fine, a, he's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you see what I mean? No, I understand the point. Vol- right, I, I, I think Van Wolfsburg, from what I've seen, I don't watch an awful lot of the Portuguese yeah. league. Saw him in the Europa League last season. He scored mm-hmm. a few goals, takes pens for him, looks decent. Takes pens. Um, I, I, mean, I don't. I, I, as far as I know, Norwich don't really play with two strikers. Do they? They play with Hulahan just behind yeah. the other one. But I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know if him and but Becky hasn't played that much, has he? Is he injured or something? Yeah, He's big bringing Grant some Stroop waffles over for Holt. Yeah. That is what's happening. He, what he must. Grant Holt, he must. It? It's, un, it's undisclosed the fee, but he must cost quite a bit. Cause I'm pretty sure he was on quite a long contract at Sporting, so yeah. it must be quite a bit of money. To, 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 to it's pay a for great it. signing for Norwich. Yeah, but it it, you know, as you say, he's, he's probably using it as a stepping stone. But it's like, at his age, why not? Just be decisive. No, I don't understand. And Norwich have got a reasonable stadium. They're doing all right. They're an established Premier League team. They've got they've got a pedigree of being a top lot, top flight team. So yeah, their yeah. canteen will be amazing with Daily Richard. I as well. know, I <laughs> know, I bloody know. But you get the point I'm making. No, um, uh, <laughs> I get no. the point. I get the point. I just think it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't have time to um, discuss that now because we're going to talk about. We have, we've done it. We've no. definitively done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. We're both right. Um, Nigel Adkins, um, <laughs> he's looks set to be named New Reading boss. Mm. I think we should talk about this at length. Do you think? Yeah, because Just there's a chance it won't not. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Big Gus Poyet uh, turned it down, didn't he? So, yeah. is he really? Okay, well, let's move on to the championship then. Adkins, what a great signing for Reading. Or if not, then well, unlucky. If, if not, go, <laughs> yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the championship. Um, Vidra has been uh, named Championship Player of the Season. Can't argue with that. Jim's a fan. Jim yeah. is a big fan. It'll surely be recalled to Udinese. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Tom Ince, Young Player of the Season. But they both nominated for both, weren't they? Those two. I think, I think Vidra and Ince were both nominated for Player and Young Player. Really? Yeah. So they've, sh- they've shared the spoils. Well, you can't have it all um, though. It's not. Paul Ince will snap that trophy by now. <laughs> you've won nothing in my yeah. eyes <laughs> you care what we cock that's all you've achieved <laughs> oh, yeah. oh dear oh dear oh, what an image <laughs> fully formed yeah. and then just punch Kevin Keegan <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Ritchie named Lee one player of the year uh, AFC Bournemouth but that was what Paolo Di Canio resigned over or walked yeah. out or went mental over whatever. He's, he's a popular as well, Matt Richie, I think. Is he? Yeah, we make him. We make him good. Yeah, well, come <laughs> when we, we make him, we just hardly ever. We make him. I tell you, speaking of that, I'd like to talk about Paul Sturridge being given the flick. Yeah, that's an embarrassment. Yeah, what's that all about? Phil Brown's come in. Ah, now <laughs> well, that there's your reason. <laughs> on your <baby. laughs> Hang on, Phil Brown managing Southend seems like the plot of a reality show. Yeah, <laughs> do you think this is what's happening? Could be. Could I think. Be. They, I think they called Paul Sturridge in. Told him they were sacking him, and Paul Stark went. I can't believe you've done this. You know, when I took over, there was only four senior pros at the club. <laughs> yeah, I've done a really good job. We've got Wembley final coming up, and they just pulled a picture of Phil Brennan, just pointed at it. <laughs> the leader of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil Brown yeah. on the motorbike. <laughs> 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 Drives up, pops a wheelie, <laughs> and Paul Stark just shuffled out. I'm back, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I got a call coming from me Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's Big Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the assistant job at West Ham. Very in joke there. Yeah. 
lovely, um, uh, a lovely press release as well. Is it? Like, oh my uh, god! <laughs> if you haven't read the South End press release, you've got to read it. It's so bad. It really is so bad. But I, I like to think Phil Brown's got a, uh, a clause in his contract which says he can go and work for Big Sam whenever he wants. Because I know that Big John Gorman had that with Glenn Huddle, didn't he? Is that right? John Gorman would take the occasional first team job, uh-huh. but if he yeah, always have a clause in his contract that he could go and work for Big Glenn. Mm. Been uh, Glen- Glenda. Did Gary Stevens? It was it Gary Stevens or Gary Stevens had that um, any football job? When, uh, he could get out of reporting for Sky Sports News. Did he really? No, do you not remember? Oh, when you standing oh, outside Spurs training ground? I'm going to go in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a word with the new manager. Yeah. See if I can get myself a job. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> You're working now, aren't you? But isn't um, Stuart coming back to um, uh, yeah, take the team for, for, the, for the final? That's patronising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. Really? Oh, you take it. It's though. nice, but it's it's. But you know, I, I think you're in a win-win situation. I don't think the fans are particularly happy about the situation, and you know, well, unless <laughs> unless if he actually wins, he gets the medal, he bludgeons the chairman to death. <laughs> yeah. If he wins, he can be giving it the David Pleat gallop across yeah. the edge. Yeah. Mourinho needs like everything. Yeah. Get on his own motorbike. Yeah, yeah. do some skids. Exactly. It's got a great day out. Do here, some but. skids. <laughs> Uh, is Nakar on a dustbin lid? Tom Pope, League Two Player of the Year. Mm. Eh? Yeah, speaking of that, I've got a little bit of an issue actually because under the running order, you put Pompey one again in League Two. Yeah, I know. That's not quite. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that was a dig. Yeah, it was a dig. Um, they did. They won at home <laughs> against Coventry. Five yeah. points from safety. Although Oldham have three games in hand on them. Can yeah. they do it, Luke? Uh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm going to use the word surge. <laughs> Fair it enough. is a surge. It, it is. is a surge. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get out the relegation zone, and then we'll get slapped that ten point deduction, yeah, and we'll get down there again. I'd like to. I mean, uh, is there any chance of that not happening? I don't know the, the legalities of it, but I, I don't know if they could p- potentially move it on to next season. Mm. I don't know. Presumably, they they may be able to do that if they can. Then it's a chance. But I mean, they're not going to stop anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, I, Luke, get your hopes up. I would like <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Shut up, Arsenal <laughs> fan. <laughs> uh, I'd like to talk about goal of the year. Simon Cox for Forest against Birmingham. I mean, that, you, you've got to give it, haven't you? What a goal it was. It's a brilliant goal. Took it out of the sky. Amazing. Beautiful touch and With a little ding. Presumably. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, long ball over. Great touch. Same mm. foot. Lobbed it over the keeper. A dink. It's okay, cool. I mean, Dave, so what was it? Hang on. So a pluck and a dink. It was a pluck and a dink. Pluck and a dink, mum. Let me just get that. Write that down. Pluck and a dink. Did you say mum? Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Burkham would have been would have been embarrassed for that. Honestly. Simon Cox. Simon Cox. Simon Cox. Yeah. So uh, a worthy winner of um, the goal of the year in the uh, the football league awards. Right, now it's time for something a little different, isn't it, Pete? It is, yes. Marcus, while you were off making uh, life a little bit more difficult for uh, poor girls uh, out east... Um, <laughs> come on. We did... <laughs> come on. We did, we did uh, a bit of a... We started a challenge that we never really finished um, with Football Manager. You may have heard of it. I I'm finished sure it. Bit. Yeah, we all, yeah, we've all finished it now, but we hadn't finished it by the time uh, Marcus got back. Because I, mean, I was on holiday, you know, I was distracted. It's, it's, it's a full-time job, mm. thinking about being a football manager. <laughs> um, uh, the challenge was, basically... Um, with one week left to go of the um, Barclays Premier League transfer window Barclays Premier League eh well, I'm on the radio. I've got to say, you know. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, we had uh, 20 million to spend, and we had to uh, basically do our best and try and keep QPR up. Uh, in the myself, Santander Premier League. In the Santander. <laughs> 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 myself, um, the Luke world's Mower, local Premier League. Myself, Luke Mower and Jim uh, Campbell all took part. Did any of us manage to keep QPR up? No. 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 <laughs> no. Oh, my squad was a mess as well. I, t- I, t- I think Tony Hibbert was probably my best signing. Was it? 
<laughs> did he it's play? So did you play him? Yeah, he, he was all right. Yeah. It was so <laughs> difficult to get anyone to sign for them. Well, that was, and you couldn't have Loic Remy. No, yeah, he'd he seemed to sign for Newcastle. Weirdly enough, and I don't know what went wrong with my game, but I managed to sign. Uh, I managed to sign uh, James Perch in February. Perch yeah, yeah I, I, I was offered Perch in February. Yeah. I managed to sign um, so many players. I'm always the opposite to you. I got relegated in the middle of April. <laughs> <laughs> I drew one all with Stoke when I needed a win uh. and I ended up finishing bottom but I signed so many players I had, I had so many attacking players at one point I had 62 players in my squad <laughs> <laughs> very early on I made a point of being very aggressive just Did to, you? to the players individually as a group <laughs> yeah. as a press to other I'd always comment on other managers as well aggressively and derogatory well, well, I've, well I've got, I've got one here I'm, I'm, I'm uh, in Kick magazine apparently uh, the title of the piece is Donaldson issues Ferguson response uh, a clearly annoyed Pete Donaldson has pulled no punches with his recent comments toward Alex Ferguson in the media I've never heard of Alex Ferguson so I don't <laughs> mind what he says about me Donaldson told Matt Renshaw from Kick magazine this is the first time that Donaldson has talked openly in the press about Ferguson so yeah, like that's one of them. But uh, my, my main signings were. Uh, Have you checked? Uh, did you watch Mark Hughes at QPR? I went, yeah, that one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I signed Robbie Keane, uh, Nicholas Anelka, the usual, um, Scott Sinclair. Uh, <laughs> who else? Oh, I, I had so many attacking. Players. I was signed. I signed Jan, Jan Mavilla as well. Did you get Danny mm. Murphy? He can keep me up. I, no, I couldn't get. I couldn't get him. He wasn't yeah, interested. Well, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't interested. Yeah, um, I tried to sign Yukubu actually, but he, he, the board wouldn't let me because he wanted too much. <laughs> They're not, they're, they're not football people. No, they're not. They're not no. I brought in. Uh, Couldn't new find him. Yeah. <laughs> I brought in Nugent. I think I mentioned before. Um, I spent a lot of time scouting Breastworks FC, which uh, I think they play in Jamaica. Um, well here's one final uh, news story. Donaldson goes berserk. Pete Donaldson caused a stir by storming out of a press conference to announce the signings of uh, Dudu and James Perch. The QPR manager seemed to take offence at the line of questioning from the Daily Mirror. A source at the press conference confirmed that Donaldson had shouted, "Behold, my marvelous new dancing men!" as he left the room. <laughs> so, uh, and, and another quote uh, BBC Radio 5 Live Mumsy's just upstairs i got to go as he left the room I stormed out of Mumsy. press conferences quite a lot yeah no I got absolutely pumped in pretty much every uh, single football I got a couple of good results I got a draw against United managed to beat Villa as I recall oh I lost to Villa <laughs> I lost to Villa yeah I <sighs> practically bullied Adel Tarabs <laughs> I'd like have a personal go at him at every opportunity I and I called so Patrick many I called so many team meetings that Park Ji Sung my captain would just say we seem to be having a lot of team meetings all the time that's all he responded uh, with the arrogant shit yeah <laughs> Oh, there we well. go. So if you could, I, mean, I think we've set that up for the listeners. Then yeah, we it's on the Twitter now. as we speak. We'll try and stick it on the website. It's probably an easier place to do it. And um, one of our fine, fine listeners uh, kind of set up the save game at the same point, so uh, you guys can have a, have a crack. Yeah, it's bloody impossible. It's hard. You. If you manage it, let us know how you've done it. Yeah. And good luck. Damn right. Good luck. Damn straight. There you go. Right. Let's uh, get back to proceedings with Pete's game. Yeah, that was something Pete did. That's what everyone come here for. It's quite. Yeah. A lo- it's quite a long show. I feel like we've been doing this for ages and running on Pete's game. Well, there was yeah. a lot of tables at the start. Bloody buffing we'll spell out there. So, yeah. I th- so I think. So I think I'm going to try and guess this really super quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it right, two yeah. in a row. Right. Okay. After a legendary Juve roster there last week. In the <laughs> uh, in honour of uh, Anton Deck's fine performance uh, at the weekend doing the ready to run. And that I've gone for uh, Saturday night Takeshi Okada. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Well, sure. Um, <laughs> I was a PE teacher until 1970. Stop. <coughs> Stop. Is it Peter Shilton? No. Stop. Is it Roy Hodgson? No. <laughs> I became assistant coach at Chelsea at 29 years old. Stop. <coughs> Is it? Oh no. Uh, oh, is oh, it Brendan no. Rogers? No. 
I am an MBE. <coughs> Stop. Is it Sammy Amiobi? <laughs> Stop. It's Eddie Newton. Even I remember it did, that. It did go through Ryan. Yeah. Um, a street in Cheshire is named after me. <laughs> Cheshire. Stop. John Street. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely bit of work, uh, that is. That is. Give yourself a round of applause there, Jim. I, I can't remember his name. Is he not the assistant coach at PSG, is it? You're into, not going to win it like into, that. Into, I know, but I'm, sorry, I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. there. In 2004, I won the PFA Merit Award for services to football. <clears throat> I had a th- I've had a 30-year managerial career with no break longer than two years, <laughs> in which time I've managed just three clubs. Well, it's not the bloke at PSG. <laughs> this is amazing. I, mm. I should know who this is. That's not bad. 30 years, no break longer than two years, and he's just managed three clubs. Stop. Is it David Moyes? No. Stop. Alan Kerbishley? No. One of the few managers ever to get legally a cut of outgoing transfers. There's so many options, but oh, stop! Legal. Is it Dario Gradi? Dario Gradi. Yeah. yeah. Good get lad. up there. That's a big one. Good lad. Two in a row. I a hat trick. Uh, I was the stage name of Paul Spencer, Scott Rosser, and Stephen Spence. Hmm. Yeah. Ah. Dario. Dario. Yeah. Dario G. Great stuff, Peter. Great stuff. Right, let's have some correspondence, you beggars. Pete, you're going to kick us off with this. Little bit rude, but thank you very much, Spelzy. I'm talking again, everyone. Hooray. It's a Pete special. <laughs> this has been a massive contribution for you. It Pete. really, really is. Well, and we've loved every second. Exactly. Thanks to literally uh, Ian Wright and indeed uh, the O2 Future timeline, we've got a four to give away. Oh, right, very, very Ian Wright's phone. Did. Have you stolen Ian Wright's phone? <laughs> You've got loads of phones in your bottom drawers. Don't remember it. <laughs> no, it's a good one. It's a Windows phone. It's uh, it's very very good indeed. So yeah, whoever wins the um, correspondent update, we um, we give them a phone. Okay. Well, the question of the week this week mm-hmm. was: lots of people moaned about International Week being boring. How would you sell it to them or get them into it? That was the question. Mm. James Honest weighs in with: technically, you get a whole week of football without Rio Ferdinand and John Terry. That's <laughs> true. That is Reasonable. yeah. One gunner says, just simply says, Stoke are not eligible for this competition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Fenn uh, on the Twitter says, the only place you can see Giovanni dos Santos play well. Ah, oh, very good argument. Oh, a bit harsh though, isn't it? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Retracted. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raj Bain says, I'd lead them into a dimly lit changing room inhabited by a stark bollock naked, greased Tony Poulis and beat it into them. <laughs> Another Stoke-themed one there. Yeah, Intense. Um, <laughs> Ian O'Mara says, rather um, sarcastically, as a Liverpool fan, I like the international because I don't get to watch enough frustrating underachievers during the season. <laughs> <laughs> Webby says serve it with ice in a big bottle work for cider cider <laughs> 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 made a massive comeback on that you wouldn't know because you don't drink beer now yeah mm. it does yeah 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 no, um, John Proven says one which I don't actually agree with right. which is that you can wear an England shirt in public without looking like a petty criminal or northerner oof oh, no, no, that's no, that's that's no we don't like that at all. if no. anything northerners don't like in- the English team because they are mainly of the south yeah, but yeah, true. It, it made, Fair point. I still think it, you look like a petty criminal as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Correa through Twitter says, "I tell them that international football is where unknowns like Leo Messi and Kunigero were discovered by Sky Sports." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one. And I think we'll finish off with Joshua Collins, who says, <laughs> "Show them Argentina, Peru." 
World Cup 2010 qualifier. Messianic rain, San Martin Palermo, El Diego's belly flop sold. If that fails, football's not for you. <laughs> I think <laughs> someone's bagged himself a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Josh O'Collins. You get a phone. Uh, Finally, for now, uh, we'll phone you if you <laughs> if you give uh, if you give the uh, Auto Future timeline a bit of a, a bit of a shifty online um, uh, righty, as he is known, his brand name, so to speak. He's um, he's predicting uh, what's going to happen in the future, but also in the Premier League this weekend. So uh, he's gone for a home win, Swansea Tottenham. Do you sort of agree with that, lads? Yeah. Well, Swansea at home. Yeah, definitely. He's saying that because he played for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah I exactly. fancy a draw. Yeah, no, I think I think one all, maybe two all. Yeah, uh, Fulham QPR home win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that that screams draw to me. No, Fulham will hammer them. I fancy a draw. <laughs> They've beaten six 0 before. They now have. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's one of them. QPR have got more to play for now, haven't they? <laughs> what have uh, Fulham got to play for? Martin Yole, that's what mm. they've got to play and for. And finally, for now, uh, Man City versus Newcastle. Even I'll go for a home. Away, that's an away hammering. Yeah. Have you seen Bear chipping the goalkeeper? Manchester City zero, Newcastle four. Channeling the spirit of Steve Harper. Have you seen <laughs> what he would have wanted? Have you seen that picture of uh, Hatton Ben Arthur in a roll neck? Oh, he looks chubba lubber. Does he look like a member of the French Resistance? <laughs> yes, he, look, well, he looks, he looks very yeah. overweight. Last player I saw in a roll neck, Mr. Joe Cole. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. Is that in real life? Cole uh, when he was at Lille. Uh, sure, he was like, got well into it. Yeah, um, well, he would do, wouldn't he? Yeah. Would do, wouldn't he? Is he writing poetry outside a cafe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's profile time. Yay. Oh, ho, ho, We've done it again. We're here. Um, uh, this week something entirely different as if you thought we couldn't mix it up enough we've put a stadium in we've put a tournament in we've put a match in we've put a bloody trophy in before we're putting ourselves in (laughs) (laughs) well that'll be the last one I ran ran in and shouted and then ran out again yeah Ah! we are putting in a television show it's Fantasy Football League with That was a theme tune. Back home, 1970 yeah. World Cup song, I think. Mm. For Scotland. No, for England. For England. <laughs> what, what was Scotland's one? For France. Scotland didn't qualify in 1970. No, they did one with. Um, I'll forget it. You mean they'll come home too soon? Yeah, that's it. Which I've already referenced. Yeah, that was it. I wasn't listening. That was Delamitri. It was Delamitri. I think it was Euro 96. Yeah, and they got absolute pelters. They did come home too soon. Yeah, that's the trouble. Not far to go, though. Well, it was in England. The tournament. That's why I said that. That's why I said that. words. Well, in case anybody was going to tweet you, they're not going to now. Because I jumped in to clarify for you. It was Fantasy Football League was a television show that went to air in January 1994. 27 years after the summer of love great maths mm. it must be the youngest it's the youngest entrant it will be yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> for now <laughs> um, it was uh, oh no no World Cup 2002 no no oh yeah World Cup 2002 yeah good point yeah <laughs> Good point. Hey, get your fact right. <laughs> Who are you your talking to? Right. <laughs> Showing slogans at us. Know your Hall of Famers. <laughs> um, heavy petting. It was originally a radio programme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really originally about fantasy football, wasn't it? Um, well, no, when it made its way onto BBC Two with Badil and Skinner presenting, it was. Um, the studio was set up like a lad's living room. It was like flat. their living room, wasn't yeah. it? Because they lived together. They did live together. Uh, they had a front door where yeah. celebrity guests would Just march through. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what Some of my favourite celebrity guests on that show Which we'll come on to I Yeah think. yeah um, Angus Lochran uh, A.K.A. Stato mm. Was in the kitchen area With his mm. with his dressing gown And pyjamas on mm. And he would come out With the facts and the stats And people would chant Stato at him Because they had a live could, audience Couldn't, yeah, couldn't, it was, it couldn't it, read an auto cue 
<laughs> it was quite um, it was quite sort of zoo TV wasn't it but it, it was, was just the right side of good yeah well, it was yeah. back in the day before that sort of stuff it, it, he's a, yeah, that's the thing it, it, it was like a more it, innocent it, time <laughs> yeah it was a power vacuum we it were was, younger basically it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know the, there was no funny football on television no, Satan no. Greasy was you know the, the most sort of yeah. funniest sort of thing they got Satan Greasy back didn't they yeah fantasy football got the Satan Greasy back for Euro 2004 and didn't Ian Ian St John say in his autobiography like he really slagged them off said it was the worst thing he'd ever done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of it's one of those ideas that genuinely it, this sort of shit gets launched every week yeah. on YouTube and it never succeeds no, because yeah. it's shit yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy League was good it came at a time where it kind of ushered in a, a certain sort of level of kind of lads mags wank but I think it was slightly <laughs> cleverer than that slightly um, yeah. more annoying and slightly it was more, more charming than that yeah, as well. yeah, it was yeah. more but also David Baddiel and Frank Skinner are two very very good comics yes. they knew how to make yeah, it yeah, work yeah. but mm. in the 90s you could get you could get a television show quite easily, could you not? Mm. Well, I mean, it was. I didn't. No, <laughs> no. Well, I think I had one. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Was I not in? No, but the nineties was, was a little bit of a different time for telly. Though, in was bed it with me dinner. Yeah. I think that was that was me, wasn't it? That was Bob Mills, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think you he, I think you've <laughs> sold <laughs> any idea though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You proved your point there. I think I, <laughs> I think I got points on the on the dollar. But there there were quite a lot. You're right in what you're saying as far as there were quite a lot of low budget sort of slapdash TV shows. You had like Euro Trash, Rapido, Adam and Joe Show, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, there you go. There you go. Um, uh, it was, the show was aired during Euro '96, and it was live as it was, I think, in World Cup '98 and Euro 2004. But '96 and '98 was probably its, its golden period. I would mm. suggest. No, '96. Really. Well, I think the big series run at the start was just before that was '94 to '96. Yeah. Well, uh, so, okay. So the first uh, the first couple of seasons of the, the Premier League. So yeah. The Barclays Premier League. Not then. Wasn't then. No. But, yeah. Sharp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just it, I, I, it was just one of those ones where it's like when I think about. You know, my when I first started to enjoy football, that was kind of my, it, it, you know, it, it, players that you wouldn't even hear of, your Jason Lee, Steve Harper. <laughs> yeah, but Steve the programme's format changed over the years to the point that I don't actually remember too much of the fantasy football element of yeah, it. Yeah, that, that because they had out. fairly quickly. Well, yeah, they had they celebrities on to talk about their fantasy football teams, well, and there was an actual league. And I think Danny Bear won it one. one, one well, there was there was a situation. Mm. Where I remember Danny Bear being on it a couple of times, but there was a situation where they 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 went from having people on who actually knew about football. Yeah. And football and fantasy football to sort of more general mm. celebrities and stuff. Mm. I remember Danny Baker being on it. He was in his full kit once. Probably one of my favourite guests was uh, Peter Cook. He was very good. Oh yeah, he was on it, wasn't he? Yeah, they had some Strange. proper legends on there. Um, yeah. Nick Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he came on, he'd always call David Meller an FNC or something like yeah. that. Because that's yeah. funny. I can remember Bridget Nielsen coming on and being oh, absolutely yeah. hammered. Oh yeah, that's and right. And making David <laughs> touch her breasticles. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Remember David Badil having um, dog chocolate licked off of his face by a dog <laughs> as his punishment for losing the fantasy football league to Frank Skinner <laughs> at, at well, the end of one series. Highbrow. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also love the fact that they got Jeff Astle on every week to sing just because yeah, Frank just Skinner loved Jeff Astle so much. Brom fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they did. Um, their, their sketches became quite well known. Yeah, the, 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 the little sketches, sketches and the, the sight gags were really good. As well. yeah, Frank, Phoenix, Clark, Frank Clark as uh, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah was that was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason Lee. Yeah, the pineapple, and then, and then but Jason Lee took that so badly 
yeah. didn't he? Well, he just it, made it worse for him. Trying to do it. Full of people's chant, and you've got a pineapple on your head. Because obviously, and, but he, he, he bit like though. He bit. That's the thing. He yeah. scored a goal for Forest. He started giving it one with his hair. Was he bit? He had a similar haircut. Was it? Was it a Leicester player? I forget who it was. He had a similar haircut, and he just embraced it. He loved it, and it just worked out really well for him on the back of Jason Lee's. Trevor Benjamin was it? I don't remember. Trevor Benjamin. Oh yes. Jason Lee actually shaved his head, didn't he? Because I I I looked up Jason Lee earlier, and he's actually still playing. Really? Yeah, he, he got released as a manager, a player manager at Boston United, but he's still uh, he's not registered, isn't he? Good yeah, yeah. yeah. Good still no. going. Forty-one, he is. They'll take a punt on anyone, Boston. I, I, I love Gaza player manager for that. There was a bit. brilliant bit where Jason Lee was playing for Forest, and Forest was being managed by, uh, come on, Forest, Frankie Clark. Yeah. And um, Frank Clark, at one point in this episode, they found uh, a footage of Frank Clark in the dugout. Mm. Behind him was a woman <laughs> with a top knot ponytail, which looked like it was Frank Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Like, Frank Clark got a Jason Lee. It looks so funny. Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix from the Flames. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was the uh, the little bit they did when they would recreate a goal or a moment from the past. That's kind of like the touchstones feature that's very YouTubeable, very memorable. Yes, mm. it's kind of the thing. That but that was remembers. that that really um, spawned a whole sort of generation of people going, "Oh, let's let's recreate this or let's recreate that goal." Mm. You know, you go down the beach and mm. not do it at all. But um, <laughs> um, you sometimes wonder how he takes it to them to do theirs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of them are quite complicated. Yeah. The Trevor Brooking one where he scored the goal in the cup final, where they kept trying to make him swear. <laughs> uh, that that was quite a complicated <laughs> just get just getting foreign footballers to act yeah. was just, well, just but they would glorious. they would get um, people who didn't speak a word of English to say the odd English <laughs> phrase. You know, I think Jordan Lechkov, yeah, just his header against uh, Germany. Yeah. You know, the poor guys just stood there thinking, "What on earth is this?" So, my my football was definitely Gordon McQueen, where the scene that one? the scene is so typically Scottish. Oh yeah, his <laughs> 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 mummy. Playing the same clip of the company going, the scene is so typically Scottish. Okay, it's like a man counting his money. <laughs> <laughs> there are people like fighting in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> drugs, <laughs> drugs on the streets. For those people, the man counting money. <laughs> the, the scene is so typically Scottish. For, for those, for those who don't know what Phoenix of the Flames is, it's essentially that they they recreate famous goals yeah, 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 using the people saying. involved. And I remember Alan Hansen doing one for Lineker's goal yeah. uh, in the League Cup final. I think <laughs> the Lineker basically roasted it. <laughs> and Alan Hansen was wearing a magnificent uh, Seeker tracksuit top. Oh, yeah. Do you have a Seeker? Oh, yeah. Jumper, with yeah. the blades they did. Yeah, and they, made, they basically made Alan Hansen analyse absolutely everything that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> and he was going, right, should we, should we get this turned around then? Well, you shouldn't let me turn. You shouldn't be letting me yeah. turn. Yeah, it was really I like the Archie Gemmell one. Um, yeah. Which they, I think we might mention this on his profile actually. Obviously, his goal against Holland, they start off. It, it was a transporting pastiche at the end. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the um, like some of the dialogue is like the jokes are so false. It's yeah. like, what's what's Archie short for? Archie bald, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously he's bald. It's just so, it's just so, the but sketches the, were painful. Yeah, but, but, but there was a couple of lovely moments in that because Ali McLeod was the Scotland manager for that um, <laughs> for that team, and, then, and they were saying Ali McLeod looked like a proboscis monkey, which he does a little bit. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, Gemmell said, Phil uh, Thompson looks exactly like one. <laughs> <laughs> and Gemmell said uh, he was talking about the pitch was uh, a little bit. Um, watery because of the, the, the rain the night before and Badil said oh yeah I heard when Ali McLeod went out to inspect the pitch it was completely waterlogged cue a clip of a monkey you know, going <laughs> in, 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 in a river <laughs> yeah, wading <laughs> through like an Amazonian do you, remember, do you remember the Paul Parker one they did well no, let me finish this game because the, the, the best bit of it was um when uh, Skinner mentions to Gemmell, you know, his goal featured in the sex scene during train spotting, and Gemmell said, Well, um, they had a different attitude to sex in Argentina. Cue <laughs> clip of Ali McLeod going, The attitude in the camp was bugger everyone. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Brilliant. You Ronald, that Ronald Koeman was very good as well, as I recall. Which was, was that the foul? Uh, or the goal? No, yeah, it, was the, it was part of the foul, I think. It was it's when Graham Taylor went mad, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the, um, and, and, but the best thing is about the whole thing is that nowadays everything gets filmed. Everything gets filmed. Everything gets put on YouTube. So yeah. everyone's seen every single clip. Everything, yeah. every s- single clip that we mention on this show every single week, everyone's seen. Or, mm. or they've heard about it, you know. Mm. With with Fantasy Football League, you had, you had teams and teams of people, and not everything was committed to film. So it was kind of like some of the things that they found were just wonderful. Yeah. You know, teams and teams of people just going through reams and reams of stuff. What, they, what didn't I really to, they couldn't crowdsource it as much. No, what I really liked about it, though was, was the fact that in the big tournaments, it was an outlet mm. after the game. So when yes. England got knocked out of the tournament, which inevitably happened, or there was an amazing game, mm. or there was actually, and that sounds a bit cheesy now because you're so used to interacting with other people because yeah. you've got the internet, mm. we didn't have that then. It was a chance to actually share those moments, whether they be glorious victory or, or painful defeat, yeah, yeah. with other people. Completely. I know there are loads of other people who are like you, who like who you could, and it was almost made it a little bit better because you could sit yeah. around and they would chat about it. Because as you said, it went out live straight after mm. the game, and you could, re- and they turned it around quite quick. You know, they yeah, got they did. got some good games. It was live, yeah. yeah, and and straight after the game. So for me, it was a real um, source of um, entertainment real release, wasn't it? And release, yeah, yeah. really cathartic. I remember one of, the, one of the greatest. Um, Sight gags they had was when um, Frank Skinner said uh, that the German national team had been quite angry that they'd been forced to fill descriptions of their players on the back of their shirts. Obviously, just cuts to a picture of Stefan Kuntz. Yeah, <laughs> simple, yeah. brilliant. My, my, like that, my favourite gag out. was, was uh, I can't remember what happened, but for some reason, um, Stato was wearing stockings, I think, and he sort of bent over, and then suddenly a big cavalcade of um, David Fleet in a car driving really slow. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and just Frank Skinner's line where he goes he's not going to get on very quickly driving at that speed <laughs> <laughs> love, love they, they were committed to the Excellent. painful gag there was a, one where they interviewed Jimmy Hill for oh, about yeah. six or seven minutes trying to get him to talk about how his philosophy was about playing the passing yeah. game and, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. and they went oh yeah Jim that's really interesting and, the, and Hill was really buying into it going oh no, I like to pass a move I like attractive football yeah and then they just cut to a clip of him as a commentary manager in the 60s going to his players and the team talk oh you lump it long it was it is the most basic of team talks he says he goes now lads I want you to play it long he goes does it, he actually goes it doesn't matter if it's too accurate as long as it's high and clears everybody <laughs> it was anti-football bloody brilliant you know um, my favourite one of my favourite games is during Euro 2004 and they managed to find some bloke who looked exactly like Pierre Luigi Kalina. And they were like, what's that noise? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the Kalina. And this guy would come on dressed as a cleaner. <laughs> Do a little bit of dusting and walk off. But that sort of company is right up your street. Oh, man, yeah. that's glorious, though. <laughs> that's glorious. You can't. I um, like when Stato um, did a cantona on somebody in the, um, somebody in the audience. In the audience. <laughs> that's good. I remember um, reading, reading a thing about that when Cantona did that. I think it was um, Frank Skinner came home to their flat and he found a post-it note on his door from David Baddiel that just said, wake me up, Cantona's kicked a fan. Just like, <laughs> straight away, straight on it, yeah, as much as they could. Oh, no. my goodness. Um, I, I, they've made some lovely observations as well from the world of football. And uh, as you said, like the Frank Clark one, and one I absolutely loved was they went, John Motson's hearing isn't all what it was. And, and you hear that there's some game and someone goes... From the touchline, play it fucking first time. And Watson goes, I shout to play it first time there. <laughs> um, I, I sort of got a little bit. I was a little bit disappointed when they came back and did stuff more recently because it was it was almost like the thing I liked about it as well was that they were quite informed about football. And they knew yeah. enough about it to really hold a conversation and have decent interviews and stuff yeah. like that. And when it came back re- more recently, it was almost like they hadn't really kept up with it and it yeah. became a bit. Every cliche. second joke was out of Peter Crouch. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was. It wasn't as good. You know, there, there was yeah. a, a short-lived feature called Gary Neville's The Nonsense and the 
silliness that has affected some England managers. And, <laughs> uh, and here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kevin Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> can we play the clip? Or is that? Yeah, we can play the clip. Okay. In this episode, Kevin Keegan makes a startling admission. And that in Gina found the ideal partner. She's so understanding. I think I abuse her. Magnificent. One of my favourite clips ever. I think I abuse her. Yeah. Just came out of nowhere. As memorable as you like. But it's the celebration that goes straight after it, you know. You'd imagine somebody stumbling upon public guide boys, you won't believe what we've got here. And bearing in mind, a lot of the the clips were, um, you know, they they were kind of um, covered by people laughing or shouting or or they missed their their cues because it was such a shoddy production most of the time. I think that's partly what made it charming, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But the, the idea of it was that it was, you know these people that are laughing about football and you're invited into their living room yeah. to watch it so it, you know it would have been shambolic you know and everything's so slick these days isn't yeah. it you know yeah. it's, it's nowhere near as, as, the same but it was a great it was a great quality sort of magazine show really entertaining and it's, it's still funny now it's been yeah. you know it's, people have tried to replicate it so many times as people saying stuff on YouTube Soccer AM you know has even tried to kind of be like that mm. uh, in a more sanitised way and just it. no one's ever tr- no one's ever managed to make it work mm. and you know they deserve credit for that because it's a difficult thing to get right and they absolutely nailed it yeah, mm-hmm. it always it always reminded me of. Um, do you remember you used to play those? Um, do you ever used to play those um, football role playing games but, uh, via mail? It was like fantasy football, yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. like, and you'd have different stats and stuff. And it was like it was like a precursor to Football Manager, but it was all on the, uh, the post, know, via yeah. post mm-hmm. and stuff. And you'd buy trying to you'd buy players and, and and play games and stuff like that against other managers and stuff. And it just reminds me, I used to sit down and play that, and I used to watch um, fantasy football league, and that you know that's kind of like my childhood. More innocent times, Pete. Yes, more, more innocent, innocent times. For your first, for your and, first and arrest, and also once they put uh, <laughs> they put. To Peter Story on uh, in, in the back four of like the criminal um, football team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got so many convictions. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. I uh, actually I met David Badil once as well. He's a very nice chat. There, there you go. go. Further endorse. Well, mm. and we'll end with that quote from Jim Campbell, ladies and gentlemen. Badil and Skinner and all. And if they lived here originally, we'd say they're coming home. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is the end of, of a very long ramble. Um, I hope you're still with us. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Get over there. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Say goodbye, Jim. Bye. And say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, dears. Dario Grady and Uwe Rosler feeding the ducks in a park in Swindon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.